Lieutenant of Media's Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Amen. Today we're going to be in Matthew 6, and we're going to go um, from there to the end of the Lord's Prayer. I think it's important to go over the Lord's Prayer so you can really understand what it means. A lot of people don't use the Lord's Prayer. They they say, uh, you know, they try to do their own prayers and everything, and you can do your own prayers. But it is a sample, it's an example of what and how we should pray. So these elements that God, that Jesus put in this prayer, needs to be put in every prayer. Right? Okay, so we're going to jump right in. Uh, Matthew 6 and 1, it says, Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Right? So what does it mean about alms? It says beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. You don't want to be pretending or like I said practicing your righteousness. You ever see people practice their righteousness? You know what that means? When they practice it. You ever seen somebody shout, but they be in there shouting, just practicing their shout dance? Practicing they shout dance. Practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. You go all out to be seen. It said, Beware of this stuff. Doing this stuff just to be seen. You don't truly have a spirituality, you just seem like you do. You see what I'm saying? The Bible tells us to beware of that. It says, otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. When you do these things, and you are doing it without the true love of God in you, it says in the scripture, otherwise, you have no reward of your Father in heaven. God doesn't acknowledge practicing. Mm -hmm. Amen. You see, you get your shout dance down pat, then when you get to church, you start doing the shout dance and everybody's shouting with you. Mm -hmm. And it might seem like you in there. But God knows you're not. Right. And what we seem to other people and what God knows of us that's in our hearts. It's two different things. Two says, therefore, what thou doest thine alms, right? Thus when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you. When you helping people out and you doing things, you ain't gotta go out and tell everybody what you do. 
when the church going and helping the homeless and you videotaping the whole thing with the music in the background. Right. God said, don't do that. Right. It's, no, it's a lot of things this church do that we put on video, but it's a lot of things that we don't. Right. It's a lot of things we do for helping others that we don't uh, put out there that everybody see and know. It's just some things that the church is supposed to do. It, it's, it's things that church is supposed to do that everybody ain't got to have. Everybody don't have to know about. The church know. You know? You don't have to tell everything. That's when you give to the needy. Sound no trumpet before you. As the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets. It says where the hypocrites do. They go to the churches. They go into the synagogues. They out in the streets. Doing everything. Proclaiming everything. Showing everybody how holy they are. When God knows the truth. And they do this in the scripture where it says that they might be praised by others so they can get a pat on the back you guys are doing a great thing mm. yeah yeah we know you know Jesus said truly I say to you and Jesus is doing the talking on this Truly I say unto you, you have received their, they have received their reward. So the only reward you're going to get is the pat on the back people give you. Because he's saying, because my father is not acknowledging none of that stuff. It's not that you're not doing a good thing. It's that your heart isn't in it. Your heart is not in it for the people. You have an agenda for yourself in it. Right. And God says no. Three says, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. You know what I did for the needy today? Mm-hmm. You know how many uh, how many uh, dinners we gave out today? That's what our church did. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Right. He said, when you give to the needy, don't, don't let your left hand know. Don't, don't just go around telling everybody what you do. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Right. Be like Nike. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody don't have to know what the man do. So that your giving may be in secret. You just give it out. And don't tell nobody. And God will bless you. 
He said, and your father sees it in secret and will reward you. So, you want the blessing to come from God, not from the people. Somebody needs some money, just give it to them. Yeah, church, you know, we gave sister such and such some money today. Amen. Our church is blessing them all. Amen. All right. You got to let everybody know. Sister such and such, stand up. Yeah, we just gave her $200. Amen. us. 
Stop taking it so personal. It's not personal. It's spiritual. Right? And Jesus said, and, and, and when you pray, and he's like, and, and you can see how Jesus is getting into this. Stop doing all of these things. And then he says, and by the way, when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. This is the same word he used earlier. Hypocrites is people that's trying to get you to do something that they ain't even doing themselves. Or they're trying to get you to be somebody that they're not even themselves. Right? Right. You're trying to tell me about having a happy marriage and your marriage is on the rocks. Mm. Yeah. You can't tell me how to treat my wife if you cursing yours out. Mm. And beating her up. Right. Some people do. 
Some people have prayer closets. Some people don't. But the ones that do have it, go into your prayer closet, shut the door. Sometimes you might not be able to get to your prayer closet, so where are you going to go? You know, that don't mean grab the first maintenance closet you see and then just go in there with the mops and stuff and start praying. It don't mean that at all. Right? But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father. Who is in secret? What happens is, when you get ready to go and pray, you shut the door on everything that's going on around you. Make sure that you don't have any distractions when you're going in and talking to the Lord. That's shutting the door. You're shutting the door on the world right now. Right? We're going to shut the door on the world. We're going we're gonna to go in and we're going to have this one-on-one -on -one talk, this relationship with God. Go into the room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. He says the father is in secret. So when you go to this secret place, he's waiting on you there. And your father who sees you in secret will reward you. Now this means if you are in secret and the Lord meets you in this secret place, you praying to him, that doesn't mean that you got your eyes closed and you praying out loud. This is just you and the Lord. Praying in secret. He said, this is how you pray. And he says, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. Too many times you go into church and people start praying. You ever hear, when, especially when they're supposed to be praying for everybody? Right. It'll start off, we, but then by the time they finish, it was I and I and I. Because mm -hmm. they get into their own stuff. Oh, yeah. They forget about the church. Or they saying a whole bunch of empty stuff that don't even mean nothing. And I'm praying for world peace, Lord. Just anything. Mm -hmm. My baby trying to get her shoes tied. Tie her shoes, Lord. Teach her how to tie her shoes. Right? 
So he says, pray then like this. Now, Jesus gets into this prayer so you can understand how you're supposed to pray. Because these, this prayer hits on key things that you need help in in your everyday life. He starts off the prayer, Our Father in heaven. He's paying homage to who the Father is. Which Father he's talking about? Our Father. Whose Father? Ours. Saints. Christians. People that are in Christ. That's our Father. Where is he? Is he down under? Is he on a shelf? Is he a stone statue? No, it says our Father is in heaven. Right? So what kind of Father is this? Hallowed be thy name. He's a holy Father. He's not just any Father. Right? He says, your kingdom come. So your kingdom come. So when God talks about, when Jesus talks about this prayer, he says, our Father. He's talking about our Father, the one that's in heaven, the Holy One. He says, we want your kingdom to come. Right? Your kingdom come, and thy will be done. So whatever will you have on this earth, we want it to be done here. Whatever your will is, we want it to be done. As far as your kingdom is concerned, we want your will to be done. Right? Where does we need that will to be done? We want that will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Just as they do your will in heaven, we need your will done here. And then it starts out in 11. Give us this day. What day? Today. Every day. What are we asking for? Give us this day our daily bread. The stuff that we need to move forward in this day. Give that to us. He didn't say for a week. He didn't say for a month. He didn't say for a year. Just this day. The Bible tells us to let tomorrow worry about itself. Right? So we need to work in this day. So, Father, we ask in this Holy Father that kingdom we want to come, that His will be done on this earth. We want Him to give us this day our daily bread. Whatever I need to function and do the things that you want me to do today, I need you to give that to me. And then it says, forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. So as we are forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Father, forgive me as I forgive the people that I've done wrong. 
I need you to forgive me for the things that I'm doing wrong, just as I forgive the people that I'm doing wrong. God says he can't forgive you if you don't forgive people. Right? So we ask God for forgiveness. But we ask him in this prayer for forgiveness as we forgive those who do the same thing to us. Just as I messed up with you, Lord, I need you to forgive me like I like I forgave the people who messed up with me. There's an equalness there. Right? And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lead us not into temptation. Father, don't allow us to go the way of temptation. Right? Keep us away from it. And then it says, but deliver us from all evil. So don't lead us into temptation, but the evil that we do let ourselves get into, deliver us from it. So I don't want to go near anything that's going to tempt me to do something bad. And then when I fall prey to things, I need you to deliver me out of them.
from the person. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Which means if you don't, then he won't either. Fifteen says, but if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither your father forgive you yours. So your sins are still on you. See that? Yeah. So Jesus gave us a lesson in the Lord's Prayer. But not only that, but he gave us some insight on how we aren't supposed to uh, go into the streets and go into the corners and pretend and practice righteousness. You either have it or you don't. You're either a righteous person or you're not. You're righteous or you're a lefty. Right? <laughs> so we have to be encouraged that God gives us a blueprint. And the blueprint was Jesus Christ. He gave us this blueprint for our lives and we should follow it. Not only did Jesus tell us what, how we're supposed to conduct ourselves as people of God in his church or out of the church. He said in the synagogue and in the streets. Right? So not only did he give us this how to conduct ourselves in and out of the church, but he also told us how to pray. How we pray is very important. He already told us that God tells us he already knows what we need to pray before we start praying. The Bible tells us that we don't know what to pray unless the Holy Spirit comes in and, and speaks for us. So you have to have the Holy Spirit in order to get your prayer through. Because it's the Spirit of God that listens to God. That God listens to. He hears His Spirit. Because the Spirit knows Him. Right? A lot of people will be saying, I can't get a prayer through, so I need them to get a prayer through. Why? Why is your prayer not working? Do you have the Holy Spirit? If you don't have the Holy Spirit, are you seeking the Holy Spirit? Right? It says, but seek ye the kingdom first. What's in the kingdom? The Spirit. That's what you're seeking. And once you get that Spirit, then he said, then all of these things will be added unto you. But I can't add anything to you if you don't get the Spirit. See? Amen. As we give to the needy, as we learn not to be vain about our uh, walk with God, and we really walk with God with our heart, and, and this whole thing with the prayer and how we conduct ourselves is all about relationships. It's all about having a relationship with God. It's all about being true to yourself. And, what, and who you really are in Christ. 
and walking the walk that God has given you. God has already planned out our lives. We just have to walk in it. But too many times we take detours trying to walk ourselves. And we get lost. And then we need that deliverance from evil. Right? So, in seeing all of that, and knowing this, follow what Jesus said to have a heart for the Lord. Watch over yourselves. Pray as God told us to pray. Don't forget to pay homage to God as you go into your prayer. And as you go into prayer and you ask God for these things, make sure that you have forgiven people who've done you wrong. Jesus Christ, we say amen. Stay blessed and faithful.